podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening and welcome to Voices of the Vic podcast with myself, uh, Joe Thomas, and this evening, uh, Cam Smart. I'm joined by uh, him as Mike and uh, Ben are both away on other duties, um, so not able to do the podcast this evening. So, yeah, we're going to do a review on the Leeds United defeat yesterday. Uh, obviously, 3-0 defeat away at Ellen Road yesterday. Um, so, yeah, we'll jump straight in. How are you, Cam? I'm good. I'm relieved, to be honest. I mean, you you heard about my Leeds debacle, didn't you? Um, I did, trying, yeah. trying to refund my coach ticket because in the end, I just, I didn't fancy it. And it turned out I never even had a ticket. And then after all that, the coach I was on anyway broke down. So yeah, I'm I'm a relieved man to be honest. And especially with what went on in the match, that's just I can't say I'm gutted to miss out on that. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good thanks, mate. Good. Yeah. Uh, obviously uh relieved not to have spent all that time going up there yesterday um for what was um a pretty poor performance by all accounts. Uh, do we know if the coach made it in the end? Coach I don't actually know. I I don't think it did. I I'd love to hear about that though i'm just glad i didn't spend my day stuck at uh, services to be honest <laughs> brilliant um all right so um going straight in then um obviously um our heaviest defeat of the season so far um away at leeds um what did uh with regards to like the starting 11 yesterday there was a couple of changes that were made yesterday with uh lewis and andrews coming in for ngakia and morris um, what did you think of the starting eleven yesterday that started? And do you think it was potentially the strongest starting eleven we've got on paper this season? Yeah, look, the changes I think were fairly obvious. Morris and, and Gakia, no doubt, in they had a poor game against Albion on Wednesday. Uh, maybe controversial from me, I wouldn't have thrown Andrews in for a game against such a, a good team. I would have stuck with Ngakia, see if he can you know, may, maybe help build his confidence back up after after Wednesday. But I think that is the lineup we'll probably see going forward. I, I think Andrews will be first choice. I think obviously Lewis, now he's getting up to speed with match fitness. I think he'll be first choice. Um, yeah, other than that, I yeah, I mean, it's all spot on, I think. It's it's going to be that battle between Kone and Delhi Bashiru. But other than that, I think the lineup's pretty nailed on every time now. Yeah, um, obviously you've just touched on that. That is a question I was going to bring in later. I may as well bring it in now. Um, obviously, Kone for the last three games has come in to the starting eleven, and Dele Bashiru sat out. Um, what did obviously we we touched on his performance, his two home performances, and they were, um, I thought, a lot better um, than his cameo performances um, earlier in the season when he came on as a sub. Do you think at this point, um, based on the last three games, that uh, Kone's done enough to keep Deli Bashir out the side? Or do you think, based on yesterday, you could probably see a switch back to Deli Bashiru next uh, weekend, Farah? It's harsh on Tom, isn't it? Because he, he started well, I think. He, he doesn't look out of place. He's finally playing his football after all the injuries. But... Kone, since coming on in that Birmingham game, he's been at different level. I slagged him off big time after the Blackburn game, I think it was, when he got a start. And he just didn't he didn't show it, did he? But since coming on against Birmingham, he, he's looked a different player. He can 
it's his confidence with the ball for me is something we're lacking big time in midfield, especially with um, loser being marked out of games. We need someone else to show a bit of quality. And yeah, I think Kone is, if he can keep this up, then, you know, he's going to be worth that rumoured big 8 million fee eventually. But it's nice that we've also got Delhi Bashiru who started the season so well, because yeah, he does have a bit of quality to him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I, I, I like Delhi Bashiru because every time for me he gets the ball, he looks to drive forward. And I like that about a centre midfielder, you know, there's never a want to kind of go backwards. Um, he looks confident. Obviously, he scored, didn't he, against QPR? Um, you know, he, he yeah, for, for me, I, I was, I'll be honest, I was kind of surprised that he was um, brought out the side. Obviously, I know Kone did quite well when he came on against um, uh, Birmingham, as you said. Um, but then, obviously, Kone equally did as well when he came in on um, Tuesday against West Brom. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does moving forward because, obviously, we've got a lot of games coming up. So, I would imagine at this point based on how we've seen a bit of rotation that he's kind of just trying to make use of the squad that he's got rather than maybe sticking with that now moving forward so yeah we'll we'll see what he um see what he does next uh, next week um but yeah so in terms of the game yesterday um obviously a, a, a poor performance and not really much going on in way of attacking intent yesterday um, but who who do you think, um, based on what you saw yesterday, were the standout performers um, from the side, if there were any? I mean, it's pretty hard probably to pick a man of the match from our um, from our side based on that. Maybe Backman, um, but other than that, yeah, Dan Backman's the obvious one, isn't he? We've been slagging him off since the the start of the season, um, but no, he, he's turning it around. He's um, he's kept us in the last few games, hasn't he, Dan? So. Yeah, he he was the obvious one, the clear man of the match. Again, I like what I saw from Kone. Whenever we could get him on the ball, he did try and make things happen. It just it just wasn't happening for for the team as a whole, was it? Against such a such a relentless Leeds team, I yeah, I I think Kone showed bright sparks. Other than that, yeah, there there wasn't a lot of quality out there, was there? I didn't see Tom Ince involved. I didn't see. Mateus Martins involved. Loser again, marked out the game. Um, defence, the whole defence just struggled. But Lewis, um, yeah, I, I think Jamal Lewis looked... Um, he, he's got quality, Jamal Lewis. He, you can tell he's sort of a cut above the rest of this team. It's just I don't think he's quite there fitness-wise just yeah. yet. Yeah. I mean, one, one thing that's quite interesting and that I kind of uh, spoke with some other friends about this in, in the week, and one that someone I usually go regularly with to football touch on this as well is that um, yesterday was obviously slightly different to previous games where Ishmael likes his subs on the hour, doesn't he? Around the 50, between the 55th and the 60th minute, uh, you usually see Tom Ince coming off um, and usually Yasser Aspria, and he usually changes the fullbacks. But yesterday, uh, there was a change in uh, personnel at half time. He went with three subs at half time, didn't he? Um, do you think that made the team better going in the second half or do you think that he should have stuck with it? No, no, it definitely needed at least three changes after that first half. I mean, it's amazing we weren't 5-0 down again, testament to Daniel Backman. But 
yeah, the three changes. He went for his two up top that he likes to go for when he wants to change things up. He had um, Bio and Rajovic, and I think I think there's a good partnership there that I'd like to see a little bit more of, to be honest. But yeah, it we were we were a much more competitive team second half. He um, he brought Kiembi in as well just to get another body in midfield, and yeah, I think we dealt with Leeds a lot better, even if we were never ever going to score a goal that game or even have a shot on target yeah yeah um so obviously on the back of that then um three goals the first goal was scored by joel piero um it was a pretty poor goal given away um ball comes in defending was pretty poor i don't know what you thought about it who i thought could have probably done a bit better got a bit tighter for the cross coming in initially and then Serialta kind of, I don't know whether he just wasn't really paying attention, but Piero just popped in behind him and just nodded it in, didn't he, in the, um, in the back post? Yeah, we. Um, it's a situation we find ourselves in a lot with who I think he's, um, he gets exposed a lot when we when we send bodies flying forward. And I think it's quite naive from, from Valerian Ishmael here, to be honest, that he's, you know, having us play this, this gung-ho attacking football away at such a good team. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it, but I don't think it's a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's just, it's nice to see that he's persisting with that style of play. But yeah, as for the goal, yeah, Hoop should, he should do a lot better, shouldn't he? He's, he's got to make a choice, either close the man or uh, or help Sierra out or out, and he does neither. And then, yeah, Sierra out just gets lost, doesn't he? So yeah, yeah it's it's another example of us getting caught in transition, I think. Yeah, and then obviously disappointing, obviously, to concede that goal. The second goal, I thought, you know, when I say uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic, probably not from what we've seen in recent years from Watford, but in, in terms of this season, that's our first goal we've conceded from a set piece uh, this season, I think, I believe you mentioned before we came live on. Um, Besides the two direct ones. Obviously, the direct free kick against Coventry, yeah. Um, but obviously, that was poor... From the corner, I thought Porteous uh, was just stood and loser just kind of looked a little bit lost, and then Byron just came in and just nodded it in, didn't he? Backman didn't really stand a chance. It was he had the run, and that was it. It was a certain goal, really, from if he was to get it on target. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Joe, but whenever we concede a goal, I just have that that brief wave of optimism that you know maybe now we're going to wake up, see a reaction. And that just killed me off that i yeah that um i think that killed the whole team off as well i mean to concede so quickly after after the first goal is just you it's not what you want is it you you need a way back in the game and that just left us completely stranded um i mean yeah we we deserve to be two nil down we deserve to be more than two nil down but it's it's not nice to especially from a corner when you're losing your man it's it's so avoidable yeah yeah i agree and i kind of felt sorry for batman really to be honest uh mm. because i thought for for every save he made yesterday um so there was a few from somerville wasn't there he seemed to have the freedom of lead yesterday on that pitch didn't he? he was he was causing us all kinds of problems uh where leads were driving forward and Thankfully, he didn't get on the score sheet. Backman kind of got the better of him yesterday. But, yeah, unfortunately, there was nothing. Certainly the first 
Well, in fact, all three goals, I didn't think there was anything really you could do about them. Um, but going on to the last goal, um, it was a through ball played to Jaden Nancy, wasn't it? And uh, I, I was a little bit shocked at the lack of pace from, again, Serialta. The ball was played through. And, you know, I don't mind somebody busting a gut and not getting there and at least trying to get there. But Serialta kind of cantered, didn't he, very kind of slowly towards him. And um, yeah, he was just, again, like the space he had in the time, it was, it was uh, as soon as he got the ball, he was always going to score, wasn't he? Yeah, we're all over the place for this goal, like positionally. I mean, did you see where Ryan Porches was? He was coming back from striker at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think Sierra is aware that, that we're missing a centre-back. I don't think he's aware that Jaden Anthony's thrown goal. You, um... You see Jorginho Rutter for that goal. I think it was him dancing through our midfield. That just shows, you know, we we have bodies on them that that aren't really interested in defending. We we got players on trying to get us a goal. So yeah, it looked far too easy for Rutter, and then even easier for Jaden Anthony because Sierra just did not want to pick him up. Yeah, I was talking about people in defending. Kaimbe uh, got caught in midfield, didn't he? For I can't remember what, whether it was one of the first goal, maybe. I think it was. Um, he, he got ball stuck under his feet, and the, the, that the, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Lee's drove forward, and then yeah, he didn't really seem to want to get back and try and pick up the ball from from that position, which was yeah, really disappointing, really, especially when he's been given an opportunity. Come on at half time, you know. Come on, it's not like you're tired. You've you've only been on the pitch for at that point. I think it would have been 22 minutes. I think uh, so. Yeah, that was disappointing. Um, and then kind of moving on to kind of Watford and us uh, from what we did. We offered very little, obviously. Bio had the chance, didn't he, at 2-0 um, to kind of make it a bit of a nervy finish. That was the 76th minute, wasn't it, um, that he had that opportunity that he just put wide. Obviously, I think, I don't know about you, but maybe with a bit more match match time um under his belt he might have put that away but with very little playing time you kind of expect him to be a little bit rusty in front of goal yeah yeah i mean look bio he'll be in the right place we know this but we also know that he he won't have the finish most of the time will he that should be hitting the target and working the keeper but is what it is i i to be honest, I didn't want the false hope of, of getting one back. So, yeah, yeah, I just thought, get this game over with now. I, but, yeah, you said about Bio getting um, getting match sharpness. As I said earlier, I do want to see him and Rajevic play together a bit more because I think there's something to be had there if we just, you know, times where we might need to go a little bit more direct against certain opposition have Rajovic, you know, knocking it down for Bio. I think there's a partnership there and it, it'd be nice to see him, yeah, have a little bit more game time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think um, Bio's obviously, based on what we've seen from Rajovic, Bio's going to be the one that's the mover, isn't he, and try and pick up the ball and drive forward for and maybe offer a bit more for, for Rajovic and maybe get those flip-ons for him because, uh, yeah, I think... Um, He's a little bit well. Obviously, there wasn't really much offered to him yesterday, Ryovic. But again, that's on his second game in a row now. He's looked a little bit pedestrian, isn't he? And not really kind of with it um, for me, based on what we've seen in the first 
three games, obviously, of him, of him featuring, or two two and a bit. Then about you, what did you think of Ryovic yesterday? Yeah, I thought he looked he looks very, very slow, doesn't he? And I'm not I don't want to dig him out too much because he's obviously new to the country and he was playing in the second tier in Sweden or whatever a few months ago. But um yeah, he he looks off the pace and I don't think you can afford to have a player who sort of can't close people down, can't you know, can't win fifty fifties, etc. I don't think you can afford to have that in your team when you're playing against such a good opposition. We've um I I stand by we're a better team with him in it because he does occupy defenders. He is that that sort of focal point we wanted. He he can pop up with a goal. But I think that game would have benefited a, a sort of Reese Healy or a vacuum bio a lot more than uh than a Malata Ryovic. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of agree based on what we've seen in previous years when we've gone to Leeds and obviously got results and things like Vidra. Obviously, certainly loved loved playing there, didn't he? He was great with with uh, getting in and behind defenders there. And I know Deeney's a, a not as not as tall, but Deeney as well. I remember one goal he scored against Leeds and that three-two win where he kind of was behind like two defenders and managed to kind of wrestle past didn't he we, yeah kind of needed someone with a bit of pace yesterday um up front and we we didn't have it um but just lastly talking about the game yesterday obviously i know that the the, the score line's disappointing but one thing i also one thing i always talk about is you know if we, at least we've made the, the goalkeeper work um you know you kind of had a decent day but the fact that we had our first shot on target 15 seconds before the end of the game um was also disappointing wasn't it you know we kind of just didn't really offer anything by way of attack yesterday yeah it's very reminiscent of last season isn't it we sort of we'd go whole games without shots on target i remember bristol city away i don't know about you but um yeah yeah going all the way out there we didn't have a single shot on target i think we only had one shot and it was 90th minute so it yeah. it's reminiscent of last season but i think it, this time round, it's the exception rather than the rule. I um I don't think that performance is a reflection on this Watford side. I think we'll see a lot more, a lot more sort of of what we've seen so far with the uh, with the attacking football, with the good passing. We'll see a lot of goals. We'll, we won't go without shots on target for very long. It's just leads away. Such a tough game. They are such a relentless team, aren't they? And they yeah. They they didn't give us a sniff that I don't think we'll play a better team all season. Yeah, they I mean they looked they looked very good last week. I watched them against Millwall, and uh, obviously we know Millwall have got a good good home record. They're a decent side, aren't they at home? And Leeds completely took took them apart. Um, so yeah, it was kind of I kind of expected a heavyish defeat coming. Um, it's just disappointing in the manner. Like I say, it would have probably done a little bit better going forward and put a bit more effort in. It wouldn't have felt so bad, but yeah, did reap a little bit of last season. But I'm sure Ishmael will have them in and they'll pick themselves up. Obviously, we've got Barra next week. But kind of moving on to uh, a bit more about the team, uh, with Jamal Lewis obviously making his first start. I know you kind of touched on it earlier. Do you think that he's kind of done enough to keep his place next week against Middlesbrough? Um, or do you think Morris 
might come in because he looks a little bit sharper. No, yeah, if Lewis is fit enough and sharp enough, he, he needs to play. I I think with the greatest respect we've seen enough of James Morris for now, I, I don't think he's got the quality to play at this level and play the kind of football we're asking for. Um, Lewis, quality-wise, technique-wise, he does look a cut above what we've got. I'm just... I'm aware that he's sort of he's slow to to second balls and and he gets um he gets taken on quite easily. I think Leeds did ultimately have the better of him uh in that game, but yeah, we did see a few glimpses of what he can do going forward and yeah, for me he keeps his place for Middlesbrough. Yeah, I I I mean I've been excited about him coming to the, into the team, so yeah, I do hope that um I do hope that I get a chance because I'm going next week, so I do hope I get to see him. Um, another, the other fullback, obviously position. Uh, Andrews came in for Ngakia. Obviously, we know that there's been a lot of rotation um, around that position this season so far. Um, do you think Andrews might stay in the side now, or do you think he could go back to Ngakia again next week? And if Ngakia does come back in. Obviously, something I find quite quite frustrating is that obviously that when the subs happen and you see Andrews getting ready, you know that Ngaki is coming off. So, do you think that he's kind of just got to stick with it in that position now, or do you think that he could continue to kind of go between the two? I think he'll keep going between the two, but I think it'd be quite um, quite poor to not stick with him, to be honest. After one game. Uh, throwing him in for leads away, as I said earlier, that's a tough ask for any right back at this level. But yeah, I think in a home game against a team who haven't had a great start at all, I think we should um, we should definitely stick with him. And um, yeah, and Gakia, look, I think he's w uh, way too unfairly treated by our fan base. But he he did have a poor game on Wednesday. He has had poor games in the past. He has had good games in the past, but just isn't consistent enough. And um, yeah, it'd be nice to see Andrews, you know, get a good run in the team. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully seeing him cement that place at, uh, right back now. Um, with regards to um, Daniel Batman. Obviously, he made that error, didn't he, on um, on Wednesday with the free kick. And then we know he obviously redeemed himself by um, uh, making some very good saves towards the end of the game. Um, what do we? What did you think about? Um, what did you think about his performance overall yesterday? Uh, obviously, we kind of briefly mentioned it earlier. He made some very good saves. He kind of kept us in the game. He was very busy. Um, I think. You know, based on kind of what we've seen since the start of the season, I think he's gradually, gradually getting a lot, lot better, and he, he's shown signs of being a very, very good keeper for us this season. Yeah, that's the kind of game where Daniel Backman should uh, thrive. Really, he's um, when he's not asked to do much with the ball at his feet, and you know he can make a lot of saves because we know he can make a lot of good saves. Um, yeah, that's when he'll be at his most confident, his most productive. And he, he did have a great game. And I think I think he's he's got a lot better, as you said, with Dan. I'd um I'm gonna say what I say for the rest of the team. There'll be a lot of horrible mistakes on the way, there'll be a lot of embarrassing moments for him. 
but it will just continue to get better and better and i think we are seeing that now yeah i yeah i, I do i've never i'll be honest i've never really been a fan of or i wasn't really a fan of backman's and then obviously we we said at the end of the season we were obviously very surprised that he was made captain but gradually like we said as, as games have gone on he looked a little bit shaky in the first couple of home games didn't he with distribution um but since then yeah I, I, apart from the free kick against uh west brom on wednesday i think he's been pretty pretty good for us i i did um i was a little bit disappointed with that free kick at coventry it has to be said as well to be fair because obviously bouncing from distance um you kind of expect a keeper to kind of judge that and not get caught from so far out um but other than that i i I've been quite impressed with him and I, I think um hopefully uh hopefully our fans will kind of get off his back and not give him as much stick moving forward um but yeah um with regards to um leads obviously we knew that it would be tough um going in and before the game but what do you think we need to do to improve performances against the team as good as Leeds? Um, I kind of thought that it looked a little bit like um, a small Premier League side going away against a big Premier League side and looking quite nervy. Um, so obviously there are going to be teams like Leicester, I know Southampton are on a bit of a bad run, but Southampton, Sunderland, um, you know, the, what do you think we need to do to improve our sort of performances away from home against teams like that yeah whenever you're playing a team that is much better than you that tries to play nice football you need to make them uncomfortable and um yeah you need to make them stop them playing their way and make them play a way that suits you now can you think of a team or a manager that was excellent at stopping teams from from playing their way and making them play to your strengths if you're thinking of Valerian Ishmael's Barnsley, then you've hit the nail on the head. I want to see a bit more of that against teams like Leeds. I want to see a bit more long ball, high press, make them ping it back to you, win the aerials and, you know, just try and upset them at the back. Try and make them uncomfortable because that, that's how you're going to get at a team like that. I think it was quite naive to go there and, you know, play the way we've been playing. And that's fine, you know, that's that's how we're trying to play. We're trying to implement that style. It's just, it's not going to work against teams that good. Not yet. Not until we've got better players, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Ishmael's, obviously, Barnsley side were very good, weren't they? They took everybody by surprise. They showed no fear and kind of pretty much treated each game like a free hit, didn't they, When whenever they went uh, away anywhere, really. I've watched them quite a lot that season um, when they were on the telly and, and stuff, and they, they were very impressive. So, yeah, it'd be good to see this Watford side play a little bit like that. Um, obviously, yeah, it's just going to take time, isn't it? Obviously, we've said so many times that we can see promise within the side. Do you think? Um, do you think there's kind of the fans will be a little bit disappointed and feel like we've gone backwards a little bit after yesterday, or do you still think that people will kind of just put it down to it was Leeds? We weren't really expecting to get a result anyway, so yeah just move on i think it depends where you think we're at what your expectations are because it if you're quite grounded and um 
you're not really expecting us to, you know, play with the big hitters this season, then, you know, a 3-0 loss away at Leeds with a quite hapless performance, I think that can be expected once in a while. But there will be people who, you know, they'll think, yeah, we, we should be aiming for promotion. We've been in the Premier League for ages. We need to be up there. Those people, they'll be very, very disappointed. But I just, I'd ask for patience, really, because I think we are getting to, we are getting to a good level. We are going to be a pretty decent side one day, I think. Just, it's not all going to click immediately, is it? And yeah, let's um, let's be more patient than than Gino Pozzo, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, like I say, I kind of thought. I wasn't expecting a win anyway yesterday. So had we got anything from the game, it would have been would have been brilliant. But yeah, we move on. Obviously, we've got Barra next week. Um, we'll touch on that at, at the end briefly. Um, but uh, going on to kind of like the two wide men yesterday playing alongside uh, Ryavich up front. Um, do you think that um, based on Tom Ince's and Martin's performance, I know they played well on Wednesday. They didn't look amazing I thought against Birmingham there was glimpses of a, a solid performance from both do you think that maybe they're starting to tire a little bit and he needs to kind of mix it up with um, maybe starting with Espria and Chad Vacanzi finally because obviously Chad Vacanzi's played for Georgia during the international break and from what I read he played really well especially against I know they got hammered 7-1 by Spain he obviously scored, didn't he, in, in that game? But he looks good. Do you think he's kind of warranted a start for, for Watford now? Yeah, look, Chuck Vitadze, he's, he's been good off the bench. I, I quite like him. I just think Mateus Martins has been absolutely phenomenal this season. That he, he didn't have his game yesterday, but, I mean, who would have on that left wing, you know? He, he wasn't getting any kind of service. It wasn't really the game for him. As for Tom Ince, I um, I'm a big advocate of, of Tom Ince. I think it's a good signing. He's already showing it, but and I'll, I'll say from my experience, I turned up to the West Brom game after the Tom Ince goal. I had no idea he'd scored, and um, I I just didn't notice him to be honest for the whole game. I I wasn't too uh, too impressed by him, and I think Yasser does give us you know. A little bit more sort of conciseness in the final third. Is that even a word? Uh, preciseness. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. He gives us. I think he gives us a lot more quality when he's on it. it just yeah. It, it's nice to have options there, isn't it? We we've got four quality wingers plus Ken Semmer. He can come in. Yeah. On. Um. And yeah. So I think we will see rotation at some point. But for now, Martins is undroppable in dubious i think yeah obviously Ince is coming on the back of being off for a little while he was obviously unfit at the start of the season wasn't he and he'd had um i think there's rumors it had slight knee surgery didn't he which has kind of hampered his fitness a little bit in starting the season um so yeah it'd be interesting to see kind of what um ishmael does moving forward because like i say Aspria, every time he comes on he looks he looks good and he looks interested and up for it, doesn't he? So, um, so yeah, I, I would be, if it was me, I'd personally, I'd give him a start next week against Borough because I know they got a win yesterday, but 
they've not looked amazing all season. And I think it's a game, you know, we've looked good at home. I think we can pick them apart quite early if we kind of go for it. And I think Aspria would, would help in starting, I think. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does. Um, so in terms of, uh, obviously, I think, what we, seven, eight games now into the season? Seven or eight games? Eight, yeah. Yeah, eight. Um, what do you think of the season so far? And what, where do you think we could end up based on what we've seen in this first, first part of the season? Like, I know, I think you predicted us to finish, was it ninth, if I remember rightly, or eighth? It, it was somewhere around there, not far off playoffs. Do you still do you, do you think we'll still be there, or do you think we'll we'll maybe sneak into the playoffs? Or do you think maybe we might finish further behind the playoffs? Look, I I can't tell to be honest. Um, no, we're better than I thought we would be. I can say that, but I just don't think we have the overall quality to sort of challenge for the playoffs. I don't think we're going to be in the mix at all. I think we are going to keep seeing positive signs. We'll um. Yeah, we'll keep improving on this style. We'll um, we'll see. You know, we got a young squad. I think we'll see all of them improve. We're already seeing it with Kone. We're seeing it with Aspria, and uh, I think Ryovich will only get better. So yeah, we got a lot of potential. I just think it's a case of not this year, next year, or the year after. We just got to. Yeah, we're in the position we're in because we've um, we sort of pissed money up the wall for a few years. We um. We we've stopped the squad with uh with below par players and yeah now we're sort of we're in the aftermath of that we're rebuilding I think we've done a pretty good job of it so far but it Rome wasn't built in a day it's not gonna it's not gonna happen overnight so yeah give it a year or two I think we will be back up there but this year I'm gonna say mid to I'm gonna I'm gonna say tenth. Yeah, that was my prediction at the beginning of season 10. I can't see see us being too far up from that or down from that. I think that's a pretty solid prediction. Um, but just kind of just touching on that, actually, talking about the squad and rebuilding, are, are you surprised um, based on kind of what we got in over the summer that maybe there wasn't a dip into the free market at all? Obviously, I'd, I'll be honest, I don't really know who is available on a free at this point in time, but and Ishmael has obviously said we'll only get players in who I feel are right for the club and not just get someone in for the sake of it. Um, yeah, are you are you surprised he's not maybe gone and got anybody else in that in that market? Or I think we'll go there if we need to. We are short on centre backs. Porteous had a knock, didn't he, after West Brom, so we were nearly dangerously short. Yeah, we'll go there if we need to. If you look at the kind of players that are in the free agent market around this time they're they're there for a reason they're either you know seriously unfit they uh they could have attitude problems or they could just not be any good I, yeah it, we've seen it before haven't we we've always dipped into the free agent market and it it rarely ends well for us so it, it's a it's a refreshing change i think i mean we could well make the move for i don't know phil jagielka or someone but um yeah it's nice to see we're we're getting our business done in the actual window. Yeah, I agree. Um, and just kind of actually touching on Porteous, we didn't really mention it. As you said there, he did take a knock on Wednesday. Um, and they did say he was 50-50 for the game yesterday. Um, are you surprised that potentially 
I don't know about you, but my opinion on games like yesterday, I mean, I, you know, we, we've got to go out with our strongest team and we want to win every game. But if Portis isn't 100%, were you surprised that maybe Serie Alta didn't drop back into central defence yesterday and maybe Jake Livermore came in in midfield just to kind of give him that rest to get him maybe fully give him an extra week for Middlesbrough next week, uh, potentially? Or did he look sharp enough to, to actually start yesterday? First of all, I would have gone with Matty Pollock over dropping Sierra Alta. He's, um, he's clearly got a plan for Sierra Alta and based on Jake Livermore not being on the bench, I don't think there is much of a plan for him. Um, yeah, Porteous, I was surprised that he started. I don't think he, he had a, his best game at all. I mean, there, there are two goals you can loosely point at him for. But yeah, I, it's a demanding style of play. And I think if a player's got a slight knock, you, you need to protect them as much as you can. So Val must have been absolutely sure that, that Porteous was available and fit and ready. Yeah, like I say, I, I'm, based on him being 50-50 yesterday, I was really surprised that um, that he ended up starting, to be honest. I, I kind of expected him not to be in the starting eleven yesterday. Um, yeah, just kind of touching on Barra next week. Obviously, like I said, they, they got their first win yesterday. Um, what are you expecting in terms of the starting lineup next week? I know we've kind of briefly spoken about it. Do you think he'll stick to the same with Evan or do you see maybe a couple of changes um, in, in terms of rotation? I think it will be the same 11. Maybe, just maybe, he might go for Morris because of that sharpness. But yeah, no, I, I personally, I'd put a sprayer in for Tom Ince, but I don't see that happening. And yeah, that's fine. It, it's a strong lineup and it's it should be enough to beat Middlesbrough at home. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, same. I, I think, um, obviously, I've only, I've only been to a, uh, one game so far this season. I've watched watched a few, but yeah, it's going to be nice to get to a live, actual live game and hopefully we get um, we get three points. Um, but yeah, so um, that is pretty much it for this week um, or tonight, sorry, I should say. Um, thank you ever so much, everyone, for joining in. Uh, whether you're tuning in on YouTube, um, the podcast, or on Spotify. Remember to hit the subscribe button um, and you'll get notifications every time we, we go live. If you click the uh, bell button, I believe, is that right, Cam? Click the bell yeah, that's button. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I believe we'll be back for um, probably a review of the Middlesbrough game. You'll probably know potentially better than me. Cam, is there a review for? There'll be, there'll be a preview first. A preview, sorry, preview for Middlesbrough probably on Wednesday, will it be? Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, yeah, so do uh, do keep an eye out for that, and then obviously we'll be back uh, talking about the game next weekend after the uh, Middlesbrough game. But yeah, thanks ever so much, everyone, for um, tuning in. Have a good evening, and come on, you orbs. Sports Social Podcast Network.